Nostalgia New Moons, I am Josie, your favorite Afro-Latina love witch, and you are tuned into the frequency of the Luanova podcast. Today is, I wanted to give you all a topic that is based around a lot of what I get asked about, um, rather it be from clients or related to the Luanova podcast, and that is <sighs> provider types. <laughs> Men who want to be providers, women who want to date or marry providers, and basically your expectations within those relationships, okay? And I wasn't sure how I wanted to bridge this topic because it's something I've kind of talked about here and there within various episodes, but I've never really gone into depth about. So we're going to go over expectations within relationships and not just on one side but on both sides of it okay so let's get started before we get into today's topic you know you know the vibes you already know what it is (laughs) let's address the pink unicorn in the room which is the disclaimer yes i'm doing the tarot reading first this time a collective reading means that it is for a collective amount of people This reading may resonate with you, or it may not. I am not ever going to say, this reading found you because you were supposed to hear it. No, that's not how, no, that's not really how that works whatsoever. Maybe you were, and maybe you weren't. Maybe this is meant to be for somebody else. The guy who did your oil change today. The person who gave you extra change back, and hopefully you gave it back to them. Don't be rude. (laughs) The best friend from 10 years ago it may resonate with you today it may resonate with you in six months or like i said it may resonate with one of the people that i just gave as an example this reading is for who it is for i don't shuffle any particular amount of times there's no i have to hit the cards i have to put on certain music i simply tap into the energy of my collective listeners in fact this deck that i'm holding is specifically for when i do my podcast i don't really use it to read for myself or anybody else for that matter but if you want to book a personal reading with me that is where i pull out all my other tarot decks (laughs) you will simply need to send me an email um i recently got a scam email and i found it quite hilarious again guys i don't know why you're trying to scam a witch but Um, I will leave my contact information at the end of the episode and it is always in the show notes. So if you want to see how to actually spell it, it's right there and I'll say that again at the end of the show. Okay, so I do a one card pull, which means I pull one card. I do not read reversal cards. If you are a reader and you're like, why don't you read reversals? Because I don't. How about that? Because I said I don't. And whenever you are a reader, you get to decide how you want to read your own cards, etc. The energies you want to tap into, all of the above. Okay? And thank you all so much for loving Monday's episode. That means a lot to me. I'm looking at the numbers, and they are the highest that I have ever received on an episode. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not going to get into that the analytical side of a podcast, but just know that that means a lot to me. As an Afro-Latina, that um, it means everything to me to take the opportunity to do an episode on Celia Cruz because obviously she's a big part of why I am here doing this right now so thank you always to her and obrigada to all of you okay how many of you are using that term in your everyday language now 
then. Hey, I know one Portuguese word. <laughs> it's a start, hun. So that's that's fine. You might know more Portuguese than you think you do, because a lot of Portuguese is also Spanish. And if, like myself, you live somewhere where Spanish is spoken, then maybe you hear Portuguese on a regular and you don't even know it. I know it sounds like I'm rambling. I'm not. I just like to talk to my clients <laughs> before I start picking a card. So as the weekend goes, what is the energy of the weekend? You can also hear another collective reading on Monday. I do these twice a week. Today's card is, oh, oh, okay. Oh my God, I'm so proud of y'all. <laughs> the Seven of Cups. A lot of people see the Seven of Cups as a negative, but this is actually a card that I love to, to pull. Um, because one, I always see the number seven as a positive. Hello, that is a divine number. And I also see having several options as a great thing. A lot of people, whenever you get a reading done, will say that the Seven of Cups refers to somebody cheating. That could be the case, but that's a pretty basic way to look at it. I look at it as you have many options in front of you. And maybe you're freaking out. Maybe you're anxious about those options. Maybe you're nervous. You know, you gotta, all of a sudden you gotta pee a hundred times because you have no idea what you wanna do. You have no idea the direction that you wanna go in. And on this particular card, I want you to pay attention if you decide to pull up what the Seven of Cups card looks like. Pay attention to the very first option at the very, very top, okay? Because that is a divine leading you towards just exactly what your decision might be. Not what it should be, not what, not what I'm telling you it has to be. The divine is basically giving you a heads up. So that is a very direct message for somebody. And of course, your angel number for this week is the number seven. I know I don't always give you all those anymore because sometimes I'm just not called to. I don't want to just say it just to be saying it. <laughs> so your card for the weekend is the seven of cups. You might have all kinds of opportunities that will pop up for you starting this next week. Don't let the fact that it's December stop you from thinking that you don't have those opportunities. That, oh, I have to wait until January or sometime in 2024. Absolutely not. Get started right now. Get started right now. When I, before I became a gym rat, I started working out on a random day. I think it was in like a, the middle of February. Okay. This was several years ago and have stuck with it ever since then and now really love working out. I know that that's just one example and that's just my story, but that's just to let you know, maybe you have seven guys that you want to go on dates with and one of them in particular is the one. I don't know. I don't know, babe. Seven girls, you know, seven non-binaries. You, know, you never know, okay? The, the point here is that I want you to see this as a positive. Everybody may be telling you what's best for you, but I want you to listen to that intuition that I'm always talking to you about, okay? And yes, the divine is trying to tell you that you're on the right path here. There is the right option, so choose wisely, okay? That is your reading for the weekend. And of course, again, if you want to get a personal reading, my email address will be at the end of the show, and there will be another collective reading on the Monday episode.
This is the break before the end. Oi, Gigi! I'm Josie the Mustang, your favorite Afro-Latina love witch and the host of the Luanova podcast. The Luanova podcast comes out every Monday and Friday. But not only do we talk a lot about dating and love and self-love spells, etc., we also talk a lot about manifesting. And I know that for many of you, that includes your vision board. So let's talk a little bit about that podcast that's just sitting on your vision board collecting dust. I think the following ad is going to help with that. I normally will do either the dating tips or the manifestation tips at the end of whatever I'm teaching about, but I decided to go ahead and put that first. Not because it's irrelevant, but honestly, because this is fresh on my mind and I don't want to forget anything. You know, I take notes here and there, but I don't really, (laughs) there's no script to this show. And also I tend to forget what it is I wanted to say. And then I get mad later when I remember, and I can't put it in another episode because maybe I'm not talking about that. But anyway, so your three manifestation tips for this week are number one, I want to ask you, how are you currently feeling? Not what are you doing? Not how's your day going? What is your actual feeling at this moment? Okay. And when you think about the something that you want to manifest, it doesn't matter how big or small it is. I want you to focus on what is it that you want to manifest right now? Just name one thing. You might have a million things, but just one. Okay. If you want an example, let's give an example of a new house. Okay. So when it comes to that new house, this again, this is an example. What, what does that make you feel like? Describe the feeling. Okay. Are you feeling warm about the idea of being in your new home and being able to decorate for Christmas? Are you feeling anxious with happy Uh, happy anxiety not not bad anxiety with the idea of having your own home that is yours to pass down to family etc what is that feeling like because you see that is how we manifest we get into the feeling of it before I got magic and if you're new here magic is my Mustang I repeatedly thought about the feeling of driving a Mustang. Okay. And whenever I drive my man's charger, it's a Hemi. Um, it obviously is <laughs> think about the size of a charger and a Hemi. It, it, it's fun. It's like driving a, a very fast school bus, but the feeling is different than that of driving my Mustang. Not better, not worse, just different. I love driving both, by the way, because I love fast cars. So let's give that example. You want to drive a fast car. What does that feel like? Yes, you, of course, you can go test drive it. As somebody who used to sell cars, I am going to tell you that it really sucks whenever you waste that salesperson's time because salespeople get paid on commission only. And I really don't tell people to go test drive cars a lot unless you are at this point of where that manifestation is, you're ready. You're very much so ready because you are wasting somebody's time. If you know that this is a far off goal for you and you're not really going to put in the work to actually manifest it, you know, you know, deep down when you're there energetically. And that is why I'm asking you how you're feeling 
because the feeling of driving that fast car is one that I want you to hang on to. The feeling of the warmth of your new home, hang on to that because that is now matching the vibration of what it is that you're wanting. Okay. So that is tip number one is to focus a lot. And I do mean a lot on the feeling of what it is that you're wanting. I know I'm placing a lot of emphasis on that word, but that's on purpose. Number two, meditation. There are um, many different types of meditation. And I do actually need to make an episode about the different types because whenever you think of meditation, um, you think about sitting there quietly, listening to meditation music, maybe you're sitting in a yoga pose, etc. And that is one form of meditation. Yes. Listening to music in general is a form of meditation. That is why when we're teaching about frequencies, we say to be careful about the frequencies that you are allowing because music is a frequency and different types of music carry different types of frequencies. And although I obviously make all sorts of playlists that are about manifesting, I have one, you know, for instance, about love. I have one for money, etc. The, the, the one that actually has the most downloads, uh, the most people subscribe to it is the one that is connecting with your highest self, connecting with your deity is connecting with the divine. And I love that because that means that many of you are paying attention when it comes to manifesting. When it comes to wanting to getting anything that you want out of this life, that is, let's say, not just in the spiritual realm, you have to concentrate. You have to not just concentrate on that item or even that life, concentrate on yourself, on what, what yourself is like. What is that? Remember when I talked to you about your highest self, your highest self is you, you are your highest self. And so that is when. I bring in the concept of 3D, 4D, and 5D. Okay. This isn't obviously anything I came up with. We are currently in what is called the, the 3D, the third dimension. Okay. Which is whenever you wake up on your daily basis, your conscious thoughts, that's your 3D reality. Okay. The 4D is our subconscious. Think about when you are in a state of sleep and a state of meditation a deep state of meditation that's the 4d but and that and this is just from my experience always connects to the 5d the 5d is where you connect with the divine who is god who is the universe the planets all of the above your spirit guides all of that and that is when you connect to your highest self the highest version of who you are okay and so that is why meditation is important because you see you are currently in the 3d but in order to get what it is that, that you want out of this life, you are trying to connect with the 5D, okay? But what what? how do you jump from 3D to 5D? With 4D, meditation, okay? Now, I know that that's a little bit heavier into what it's like to meditate. A lot of what I teach is the for beginners, but as we're about to move into season two, and I actually have to talk to you about something at the end of the show, you're going to love this, don't worry. But <laughs> I have to start teaching higher levels of manifesting. Okay, how I manifested a car, how I manifested the life that I want, walking away from corporate America, how did I manifest that life? Okay, and in order to do that, 
it's time for me to take you all out of just the basics of three, the 369 method, etc. Those methods do work. Don't let anybody tell you that they don't work. They work because I've used them myself. I've seen these, these uh, methods work. Okay, but they are the basics. Once you have the basics down, it's time to move forward. Okay, so I'm going to get off of that. But just understand meditation. Find the type of meditation that works for you because it's different for all of us. I'm not going to tell you how long to do it. I'm not going to tell you how often you have to. I'm just going to say to get it into your schedule. I understand. Like myself, I forget to meditate. But then I remember, Josie, you're meditating all the time. You're always listening to music and you're always in a state of sitting with yourself, showing up for yourself, having that moment with yourself. That's meditation. Okay. Number three, accepting your fear. Now, this doesn't mean you are living in fear and making all your decisions with fear. Remember I said, we're not going to go into another relationship and bleed all over that person because you're not healed. That is not what I'm referring to at all. What I am referring to is that the idea of having this amazing new car excites you, but there also might be some fear behind it. The idea of making a ton of money in 2024 is exciting, but there also might be some fear behind it. I need you to accept that fear. Stop acting like it's not there. Stop acting like you can just wish it away. Stop acting like, you know, it, if I don't talk about it, it doesn't exist. No, we're going to acknowledge it because that's our shadow self. I know that I said that I won't be teaching you about shadow work, but it is because I hate the term shadow work. Because we, we, we all have a shadow self, which is our darkest sides of who we are. And the way that I'm going to teach it is going to be a little different than the average. And yes, that will be in season two or season three. I'm not sure yet, but <laughs> either way, that shadow self of ours, that's where that fear comes in. Maybe past trauma, maybe past relationships, etc., that have left certain scars and so whenever we think of for instance earning a ton of money we think of the struggles that we've been through rather than the happiness that that money will bring the financial freedom that that money will bring we focus on the fear and so i'm not telling you to focus on the fear i'm telling you to accept that that fear is there because in order for you to get past it you have to accept and acknowledge that it's even there when to use my trauma as an example, uh, my last trauma came from being stalked for several years. And so oftentimes I will acknowledge how that affected my life from there on. I'm, I was already an introvert. Now I'm even more an introvert. I was already super private. Now you can't get anything out of me. I don't like talking about my personal life. I have even deleted an entire ep podcast episode because I felt that it talked too that I talked too much about a certain aspect of my personal life. So that is me acknowledging that fear of what it felt like to be stalked, etc. But also accepting that and moving forward and saying, you know what? But I'm healing little by little every single day, and now I'm in a state where I feel safe. Okay, because in order for you to have that money, to have that new house, that new car, that amazing relationship, you have to accept where you were and where you are and where you're going. Okay, so that is your three manifestation tips for the week. I will talk to you more in, the f in future episodes about 3D, 4D and 5D. 
I just wanted to briefly touch on that before getting to the actual topic of the day. I am your favorite Afro-Latina love witch. You all want to talk to me about relationships and love. I know it. (laughs) And yes, this is actually based on a question that I received recently. Okay. You have heard the quote that you are what you attract, correct? If this is your first time hearing it, then there you go. You are what you attract. You are the energy of what you attract. And so when I said earlier that this is not about one side, men, women, etc. This is about what it is that you're wanting out of relationships. Keep in mind that you are what you attract. Okay? Because that will keep that anger down. Because it's unnecessary. That anger is coming from ego. And with that being said, I want to first address the ladies who come to me about wanting to find men that are the provider types. The provider types of men exist. That looks different for all of us. And I cannot tell you specifically um, how that would work for you in your life because you might have different expectations than what I do but your expectations are valid don't let anybody invalidate those that goes across the board men women etc don't let anybody invalidate your feelings invalidate your what you're wanting out of a relationship you're entitled to have those feelings you're entitled to want those things however what you're not entitled to do is to shit all over everybody else for what they want, okay? If it's different than what you want, then that person is just not for you. I'm not sure why that's a difficult concept to grasp, but I see this a lot where there's men being upset about women based on their expectations and women being upset with men for not meeting those expectations, then date people who meet those expectations. This idea that, oh, well, it's so hard, they're not out there. Yes, because you keep creating that same energy because you are what you attract. Okay? (laughs) Well, ladies, I want to first address what I would define as the provider male type. Obviously, I'm not a man, but I can kind of give you, based on my own experiences, what that is. First of all, he's confident. I don't mean cocky. I don't mean pretending to be confident because when men pretend to be confident, they're not doing as great of a job at pretending as they think they are. I mean, he is genuinely confident in who he is, where he's going and what he has to offer to this world. Okay. Number two, he plans in advance. He plans your dates in advance. He's planning. And I don't mean all of your dates. I mean, because if once you get deeper into the relationship, It might not be, oh, I plan this 10 months in advance, but sometimes that is the case. You know, for instance, he wants to take you on a trip. He wants to take you to a nice restaurant, etc. He has planned this out. He's not expecting you to come up with that. That's not to say that you never get to plan anything and that it means that you are in your defined masculine. If you're planning anything, I'm not saying that whatsoever. What I am saying is that whenever it comes to where you're eating today or a trip in advance, you know, that he has for your birthday. Those are things that he's already taken care of. Okay. And that comes to number three, because he wants your life to be easier. This isn't about you being stressed out, etc. You cannot be in your divine 
feminine, if you are constantly stressed, if you are constantly worrying, if you're constantly doing the planning, the thinking, everything, you're running the household, all of the above. That's if, you know, if you live together, if you're married, you know what I mean? But <laughs> you cannot be in your divine feminine when the man that you are wanting to be with or are with or married to, etc., is making your life more difficult. Okay? That's not the provider type whatsoever. And number four, he's not interested in, feed, in feeding his ego with other women. Okay? He is going to invest into the woman that he wants to be with. Invest does not mean just financially. Okay? That's immediately what people think of. He's investing his time. He's investing the effort. He is investing his heart even. Okay? And so it's really hard to be this type of man when all you are thinking about is your ego and making yourself look better, etc., by entertaining several women. You're not the provider type. Okay? You need to do some healing. But ladies, those are just some short examples of what I mean by provider types of men. That's what you can look for. Okay. You'll, you'll be able to tell, just let him, let him talk. You have to communicate. And that is what brings me to the first area of your great expectations within a relationship. <sighs> okay. Students, new moons, <laughs> we've got to learn how to communicate. I understand I am a young millennial and millennials and Gen Z in particular, our communication is different than older generations, Gen X and the boomers. We, we're different, okay? Imagine what it'll even be like for Gen Alpha when they're old enough to date. <laughs> it's gonna be different, but you have to find the communication style that works for you. If you enjoy texting, but this person enjoys talking on the phone. That doesn't mean that you're not compatible. That means that you have to be considerate of one another. You have There has to be some give and take here. If, you're, if neither one of you is willing to budge, then I hate to be the one to break it to you. I don't think that you're a good fit. Okay? There is no tarot card. There is no love spell, etc. That will make it so. If you're not willing to communicate, you're not even willing to compromise, then then why are you even bothering? Why are you wasting that person's time? Okay, find the communication style that works best for you. Number two is your values. I can't tell you what your value should be. I have my own values. I'm very traditional. Um, and that's the thing about being a witch is that there is this misconception that that means that you dress one way, you act one way. No, honey, we don't conform. That's the whole point of being a witch is that why would I want to conform to a regular standard? Okay. I wear a lot of pink. I also wear a lot of black, but I wear a lot of pink. I have brightly beautiful nails that I do myself. I show those on TikTok, by the way, for all you nail girlies. <laughs> and by the way, thank you all for the lovely compliments. Sorry. <laughs> I had to throw on that sidebar. But when it comes to my values, they're actually very traditional. I expect to be with the, the provider who pays for 99% of everything. So he is the financial provider. He's not just a provider. Therefore, that means that I am extremely traditional in all of the other ways. Okay. And some people would say, oh my God, that doesn't sound very much, that doesn't sound very witchy. That doesn't sound very, like a very liberal way of thinking. But you see, I am with somebody who understands it. Neither one of us are religious, obviously. Um, he is not a witch. He should be because he would be very good at it. But <laughs> we don't have 
a one way of thinking. We don't have this outlook on life that we feel everybody else should fall into. Okay. Absolutely not. But we are both very traditional. And so our values match. We're two traditional <laughs> witchy types. I call I would consider him to also be very witchy. That found each other that share those same values. And so your values are yours. It doesn't make them wrong. However, if someone doesn't understand those values, they don't agree with those values, that doesn't make them wrong. That just means that they're likely not the best match for you. And that's where that compromising comes from. Are they willing to hear you out? Are they willing to maybe incorporate some of your values into their own? And sometimes this does also tie into culture and religion. And so that is why I'm kind of just lightly mentioning this because we don't all have the same outlook. We may base our values based on culture, based on religion, etc. If you're, for instance, a witch yourself and you meet somebody that you like, and this person is a hardcore Bible thumper. Are they willing to hear you out? And are you willing to hear them out? Are you willing to take the time to communicate as I mentioned? Or are you just, you both of your walls are up and you don't want to hear it. And absolutely not, you're not budging. Then you're not a good match because you're not even willing to, to put in that effort. And that's okay. If you're not willing to put in that effort, then you know that that person is just the, not the right fit for you. But your values are yours and they're not wrong. Okay? Now, I might not agree with them. I might side-eye the hell out of your values. But you're entitled to them. Okay? You're not entitled to push them on other people whatsoever. That's not okay. But find somebody who respects them. Okay? Number three. Think long-term. Okay, if you, let's say that you are like myself, are the traditional type, you have to think about your future. That means that the person that you're with has to think that way long term. That means that this isn't, a, they're not just playing house right now. It means that they understand that they will always be the provider in the relationship. They understand what that means for them and you understand what that means for you. Okay, that looks different for everybody, but you have to think long term. Do you want to be on these dating apps forever? Do you want to be at the bars forever? Do you want to be paying us witches to read your tarot cards forever? Or do you want to find what it is that you're wanting out of a relationship? Or do you want to be by yourself? Because that's okay too. I don't talk a lot about that part of things. But I also want to lay that out there. Everybody doesn't want to be in a relationship. Everybody doesn't want to be happily married, etc. And that's okay for you. I want you to think of the long term of that. Will that fit you long term? If the answer is yes, then you you have found your path. That means that you yourself are your own soulmate. First of all, that should always be the case. But <laughs> you should always think of yourself as your own soulmate. But we all have different ideas of what our long term looks like. And you need to share that with somebody that you take seriously. Once you see that it's starting to get there, bring up that long term marriage, staying single, polyamorous, whatever it is. But think of the long term, okay? I'm not saying it's wrong or right. I'm just saying, what fits you 10 years from now? And if you don't know, that's okay too. Number four, the Zodiac. 
<laughs> um, if I hear one more of you say you don't date an entire zodiac sign based on experiences, I, obviously, like I said, I've had some negative experiences with male Sagittarius that where, where their sun sign is Sagittarius. I've had some negative experiences, but if I was single, I'm not going to rule out an entire zodiac sign. Because one, I don't know your birth chart. As you all know, I actually can know birth charts. You know, I know how to read them. And I work with energy, etc. And I understand the zodiac front and back. But whenever you completely rule out an entire zodiac, you sound nuts. Okay. <laughs> I completely get that, you know, this guy didn't call you back or that girl stole your shoes whatever i get it but it's not because she was a leo it's not because he was a gemini it's because you two just weren't a good fit and honestly it's likely just that that person's an asshole and you dodged a bullet that's it that's all there is to it every single person of one zodiac is not going to behave one way because we have an entire birth chart Oh my God. So please stop saying that dumb shit out loud. Thank you so much. Keep it to yourself. Zip it. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> the last one, number five is confrontation. We're not always going to get along. Okay. We're not always going to be in this happy-go-lucky side of the relationship, but how we handle confrontation is important. If you are the type to yell and scream, I need you to heal. If, and I need you to say, that, say to your partner, hey, I'm the type that yells and screams and I'm working on it and I'm trying. However, they don't have to put up with that. If you are the type who gets violent, you sure as hell don't need to be in a relationship. If you are the type who is deeply insecure, you need to go through their phone, you need to go through their stuff, you also need to be single. Okay? It's one thing to joke about, you know, being Tolshika, Tolshiko. That is how you say that in Portuguese, not Spanish. Don't try to correct me. But I don't think that that really applies to life in, in a serious relationship. That's fine and it's cute and it's funny, but it doesn't really apply to real life relationships. That's not okay. Don't be going through people's stuff. If you feel that way, then why are you with them? Why are you wasting both of your times? Okay, so but you have to find your confrontation style and learn to work through those confrontations together. You know, my confrontation style is that I don't want to argue. I will completely shut down. I don't want to hear it. I don't. Mm -mm. I am not somebody who does well in confrontation, not because I am afraid, but because I get irrationally angry. And so because I know that, I tend to remove myself from that situation. And so that is a discussion I had to have with my man. This is how I'm confrontational. I don't want to sit here and argue with you on the phone. You know, there was um, a guy I dated a long time ago. By the way, if you're wondering his Zodiac, he was a Sagittarius. <laughs> and... um. He wanted to start off a lot of our conversations with arguments. So I would hang up and go on about my day. Because I, uh-uh, uh-uh. Absolutely not. You're not about to ruin my whole day. Absolutely not. You're not about to bring that energy into my whole day. 
no, I will stop you immediately. And so his confrontation style told me he needed to be single or he needed to be with somebody who enjoyed arguing. Absolutely not. I'm not the one or the two, but I understood that. And I remembered that the second that I understood that when that's when I knew, you know what? It's not that you're not ready to be in a relationship, Josie. You're ready to be in a relationship with somebody who understands your confrontational style and that you're not always going to get along and knows how to work with it. You don't know how to work with somebody who gets this irrationally angry and just screams and yells. You don't do, deal well with that. Actually, nobody should have to, by the way. Nobody has to put up with that. Okay, so that is just a few examples of your expectations within relationships. But I also want to briefly touch on this idea that women with high expectations are wrong. I'm seeing this over and over and over again. Um, I've seen African-American women in particular be attacked for this. And so I'm going to speak up for not only just women, but I want to speak up for African-American women as your Afro-Latina sister because that's not okay. That's not okay. Um, as I said before, if you are new here, Afro-Latinos and African-Americans are not the same. Okay. We have different cultures. We are both black, but we are not the same because everybody black is not African or African-American. Black people come from all over the world. Got that? Got it? Okay. However, I am always going to speak up for my African-Americans who deserve a voice and oftentimes do not receive one. The same way that I speak up for the Latin community and especially the way that I speak up for the Afro-Latino community because that's my community. Okay. With that being said, this is for the ladies and for African-American ladies. This is, it's not okay. It's not cute. And it says a lot about you when you are attacking women for their expectations. When I hear things about, oh, well, you, you couldn't even afford that yourself. You can't even, how can you expect that from a man? Because she's entitled to the same way that you're entitled to feel that she doesn't deserve it. She is entitled to feel that she does because it's a feeling. Yeah. You can't tell her that her fat, her feelings are invalid. What that means is that she needs to date a man who would never say that shit to her. She needs to date a man that would never go think that 50-50 is okay. If you think that going 50-50 in a relationship, on a date, et cetera, is okay, then please go date somebody who's okay with that and stop attacking people with, with high expectations. And I say people because men are, are allowed to have high expectations too. Yeah, men are allowed to have those expectations. You're, however, you're not allowed ever to disrespect or attack somebody based on their expectations. Make it make sense. I don't know if you all seen this TikTok. I don't even think it was started on TikTok. It may have been a Facebook video of this Dusty. He he looked to be in his early 20s. And um, his mother is going off about how these women expect too much, basically, of his son. One, we all collectively were like, yeah, this is why he's single. Because his mother is making this video with him standing here like he's a toddler. Uh, is there a reason why he can't speak up for himself or what's the deal here? Is he okay? Is everything all right? Um, everything was fine with that young man. He's the problem. His mother's definitely the problem and she's, she's going to have herself a single son, you know? So if that's what she was shooting for, I don't think that's going to be difficult for her, but him 
and her attacking women with high expectations made no sense for, to me. Sir, you don't have that kind of money. Therefore, date women who are fine with where you're at in life. They're out there too. So I'm not understanding. Why is it that you aren't dating women who are at that same level that you are? Why are you angry at the women who expect more? Who said that they expected it from you? Exactly. So let's stop attacking women with high expectations. I've always had high expectations. Okay. I um don't apologize for that though. As you all know, I left corporate America, did really well for myself and created the life of somebody who knows that not only am I very capable, but I expect to be with a man who is even more so capable than I am. I don't date potential. I date somebody who I know not only accepts his potential, but is like, how do I multiply on it? And how do I feed it right back into you? That's how I picked my man is when I saw that this isn't a man with just potential. This is a man who knows his potential and is like, not, this is just a beginning. He saw it in me too, though. And he fed into it. And that's what worked for me. Therefore, find what works for you and let's stop attacking people for what works for them. But gentlemen, what's your gentlemen, meaning you need to behave as such. You're not going to attack women. And let, don't let me come across it. And just because they don't meet, they don't lower their standards to meet you where you are. I need you to raise yours. I need you to do better. That's it. I just need you to do better. And that's okay. If this person is not the right one for you, let it go. There's a lot of amazing women out there in the world. A lot of women who pay 50-50, half the bills, half the half the bill at restaurants, etc. They are out there. Just go date them. Why are you so angry? Doesn't make sense to me. Ladies, it's okay. Those men that are providing, etc., they're out there too. And that means that you need to take good care of yourself. You need to match his vibration. Because you see, if he is the provider type, he's doing well in life, etc., that doesn't mean he's wearing a suit every day. He might be a blue-collar worker. He might be... Because personally, blue-collar workers are where it's at, in my opinion. And However, if he's doing everything for you, you need to be doing everything for him. You give 100%, he gives 100%. None of this 50-50 bullshit, okay? That doesn't mean... I'm not saying, oh, you have to be his maid. I'm not saying, oh, you have to be his therapist, etc. What I'm saying to you is that he's giving you 100%. And I'm not just referring to financially. So you give him 100%. Do not get angry at him for expecting 100%. Okay? Meet people where they're at. Match the vibration of what it is you want. Because you are what you attract. Before we head out for the weekend, I almost forgot... But I got to mention this now. Season two of the Luanova podcast will begin in February. I forget the date. I'm going to have to look again. But season one will continue all the way through January. There will be a short break at the end of December through the first of January. Okay. So 
during that time, there will be a pre-recorded episode or episodes. So no worries there. They will just be shorter than usual and pre-recorded. But then right after that, we'll be back to our regular schedule. I just want to take a short break during that holiday, during those holidays so that I can spend time, of course, with my loved ones. But no worries. There will always be an episode in its place, even if it is pre-recorded. It won't be my usual 40 something minute episodes, but <laughs> it will be something. Okay. Just a kind of a end of the calendar year wrap up, something like that. Okay. Just wanted to put that out there because I almost forgot it. Y'all didn't even remind me and that is not fair. <laughs> Obrigada. That means thank you in Portuguese. Say it to yourself, especially for listening to today's episode. Thank you for tuning in to the frequency of the Luanova podcast. The Luanova podcast airs every Monday and Friday. On Mondays, we take our favorite Latin celebrities and we go over their birth chart and how they manifested the life that they have and how we can learn from that, how we can even incorporate that into our own life. On Friday, I teach you either manifestation tips or because I'm your favorite Afro-Latina love witch, I teach you about love spells, love in general, relationships, because that's what you all want from me. You ask, I deliver. <laughs> you can find me on social media, on both TikTok and Instagram, under Josie B. Mustang. It will pop up as the Luanova podcast with my picture, and that means you're on the right path. That means <laughs> that's where you can follow me at. I don't even know why I keep mentioning Instagram when I really don't use it anymore, but I do still have an Instagram account and I have a TikTok account. But again, it is Josie the Mustang. If you follow me on TikTok and you want me to follow you back, just send me a message and I absolutely will. If you are new to my show and you want to help my show grow, thank you, by the way, to those of you who have. Please give my show a five-star rating on both the Spotify app and Apple, the Apple Podcast app. I was about to say Apple Music, but podcasts aren't on there, are they? I don't use Apple Music. I use Spotify. That's not an advertisement. I'm just saying. <laughs> If you would like to book a personal reading with me, you can email my show at luanovapodcast at outlook.com. Again, that is luanovapodcast at outlook.com. I only, if I receive any kind of scams, I do forward them to the government email that I keep forgetting to give y'all. <laughs> I think, I know it's like spam at something, but honestly, guys, you can Google it because by the time I remember to, it's probably gonna be 30 episodes from now, but Yes, you can forward spam emails to them. And I always not only forward it, but I will copy whoever tried to scam me with that so that they know, yeah, I see this is a scam. But that's the way I do it. I'm not telling you you have to. And then if you have an iPhone, I don't know how this works on other types of phones. You can block that email address the same way that you block, um, you can block a contact. So all you would need to do is pull up that email address individually the iPhone will pull it up just like it's a new contact and you're going to block it the same way you would a phone number that you don't know. Okay. So that's an option too, if you want to do that. And that's exactly what I do. I just block them and go on about my life. But for those of you who are real people and you want to email my show, you can email my show at luanovapodcast at outlook.com. And if you would like, that's where you can book a personal reading with me. You can also send in a question in during season two. I'm not sure when, just at some point during season two, I will be reading and answering your questions. Okay. Obrigada. That means thank you again. I'm saying it again because I'm going to tell you 10 billion times. Thank you.
for helping my dream to come true. I'll talk to y'all Monday. I'm not sure who the Lua report is going to be about just yet. I'm leaning towards one person in particular, but I'm not sure yet. <laughs> Feel free to send me suggestions as well, especially on TikTok. I'm on there a lot and uh, we can chat there. Let me know how any of these techniques have worked for you. If you have suggestions, let me know. Reach out to me. I interact a lot on TikTok now and I, I try to post at least once a week. Anyway, I got to run, but I'm going to talk to you on Monday. Ciao.